0: Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. Well, welcome back to So-Called Parents, and uh, we were just talking, this is our 10th episode, and also we just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary. So what are the odds, huh, huh Jordan? Crazy pretty neat neat it is awesome. and this comes out on the fourth of july so
1: happy independence day America! Yeah,
0: you're welcome america for 10 episodes of us rambling <laughs> on our 10th year of marriage awesome. what a way to celebrate yep but this uh today we're gonna talk about um when we i think it's a Kind of tough to hear as a parent, and it's when do we put our kids at the idol status um I think it's something we do more than we would like to admit in America, especially speaking of America, <laughs> I think it's a bigger I think it's a bigger thing here. I just think it's easier <laughs> to, but um, I know I can probably in the moment you don't think about it, but there's probably times if I think back that I definitely have. Where I've put them above anything, and
1: I think this is probably a a like a daily thing for me, and a lot of parents, especially moms, I feel like because we tend to be the ones most of the time that are caring for. Not that sounds bad. Right? Yeah, I don't care about them. No, I mean like <laughs> like taking care of the things that come with you children. Mean. I know what you meant. Um, so it's just easy to get lost in that and focus on that. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. I think I've heard it talked about with like marriage a lot, you know, about like when you put your kids to ahead of you with with your spouse, Mm -hmm. um, and then like a lot of parents do that. And then when their kids leave, then they're just kind of sitting there like how how did we do this before mm-hmm. before we had these kids
1: and like, who is this person in this house with yeah, me
0: and they kind of have to rediscover each other cuz it's you know however many years later you know mm-hmm. um so I've heard it talked about with that before too just you know let alone you know your relationship with god but also with your spouse um and it's just hard because it's um i mean whether you agree with that or not like, if you look at the Bible, which is what we always want to do, there's some pretty clear words about this from Jesus. And so I'll read one, actually I'm going to read two that I'm pretty sure are the same account, they're just, one is Matthew's account, and then one is Luke's uh, account, like his recalling of it. But the first one is Matthew 10:37, and he says, anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he goes on to say, if anyone does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. So, I mean, that's right there, right? Is not worthy of me. If you love your kids more than me, you are not worthy of me. And that's pretty strong there. Um and then Luke's version, Luke 14, 26 uh, Luke fourteen twenty six. it says if anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother his wife and his children his brothers and his sisters yes even his own life he cannot be my disciple and <clears throat> he
1: the word hate is yeah, strong
0: yeah it is and I think that was just to draw, draw drive a point home like he obviously doesn't want you to hate your children um he doesn't want us to hate. We, we love them, obviously. I think was just to to drive the point of...
1: I wonder what the word is in the original language. In the Hebrew? Yeah. That would be... or
0: Is that what... Yeah, Hebrew.
1: Like, is that just like a translation word? I don't know.
0: That's a good question. Yeah. Or is that literally what it was? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good... Yeah. But I think maybe... He, just to illustrate, I think he knew this would be a problem for people. You know what I mean? hmm Like, I feel like, especially with our kids and our husband, our husband and wife, you know, and family, I, I joke with you all the time about your mom and how you value her opinion more than mine.
1: I do love my mom, though. Yeah, it's
0: good, right? But <laughs> I think he knew this would be a thing for people. So I think he used hate just to drive home that point. Like, yeah. I think he... I mean, obviously we know we're not, we don't hate our family, but, but anyway, so, I mean, he has, it's pretty, pretty laid out for us mm-hmm. there. It's pretty obvious, right? Um, going on in that same chapter later in verse 33, says, in the same way, any of you who does not give up everything, he cannot be my disciple. Everything he has cannot be my disciple. I think that's the point. Right. You know, if you don't, if you're not willing to give everything up, it's not that you hate your family, but if you're not willing to give them up for what I'm asking you to do, like then you, then you love them more than me.
1: Um, it's like that, uh, this is so bad. Who was it that was going to sacrifice his son? Gosh darn. Abraham, Thank Isaac. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's like that sto- that just reminded me of that story. Like he was mm-hmm. willing to literally sacrifice his son Yeah, for God.
0: Yeah. And Along with that, I was just thinking about that an hour ago. That's funny bringing that up because I one I just love like in the Bible how it just things are tied to each other. So that's early in the Bible, right? And then near in the Old end. Testament, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, like or like early books, yeah. like first five, mm-hmm. and then um, as you get to, towards the end in the Gospels, you see what do you see? A father bringing his son to the slaughter mm. you know with God and Jesus and it's just like I love that how it just connects in ways that we don't even think about sometimes but it's funny it's funny you, you mentioned that, that like because I was just thinking about that story and then thinking about hmm. that as well because um, <laughs> I, sometimes I think we get lost on the fact that I think we talked about a little bit last time we used the example of like God and Jesus as father son relationship mm-hmm. sometimes I think we don't fully realize how painful that probably was for god to send him Mm -hmm. because then you know and we talked about the garden of gethsemane i think i'm saying that right (laughs) but how jesus is asking him so like think of your son begging you for a way out Mm -hmm. please please like please dad please is there any is there any other way and do you think God did not love you? Of course he did. He right. loved him, but he said, no, like you have to. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, yeah.
1: kind of well, a, That'll yeah, get you in the feels. Yeah.
0: A rabbit trail. But uh, since you mentioned that, I was like, I was just yeah. thinking about that. But um, this is hard because like, I think we feel like, I was just talking about this with one of my friends a couple of weeks ago. Like we feel like it's such a worthy cause, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To put them above us. It's not... I mean, it seems like a good thing.
1: Well, sometimes it feels like... A lot of times I feel like it's my purpose. Like right. I was... My purpose in the season of life right now is to be mom. Yeah.
0: Well, and shoot the name of our thing. We, so you're right. so called to be... <laughs> right. And I believe that. Like you are. We're called... It's a big part of our lives. But you lives. still
1: can't make it the most important thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it's not like... um it seems like such a good thing because it's not like it's drinking and going out with people or you know going out with buddies and like it's not like I'm putting that ahead of God. It's I'm putting my kids ahead of them, and so it it just seems like a righteous thing
1: sometimes. And I think that's why it's so easy to happen. Right. I also think I'm going to t- tie back to you where you were saying at the beginning about um, putting your kids above your marriage. So I was thinking of this verse in Mark. Ten, six through nine. But God made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife. The two are united into one. And since they are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. So the words "no one" means even your kids. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I know we're talking about putting kids above God, but I just thought that was yeah also oh. important. Yeah, that's a good point because it's super for me especially i think it's easy for me to put my kids over you me? a lot it is <laughs> just being honest yeah but it is a, especially in the stage of life when right now when they're yep. very dependent on us
0: i'd say i don't feel that at times but yeah i probably do <laughs> <laughs> and i probably do too at times yeah. I, actually i know i do too at times mm-hmm. i 100 percent do um yeah so like finding balance in that right like his parents were called to love him. Like Ephesians six four tells us, um, raise them and train them in the instruction of the Lord. Uh, like it, we're commanded to do that. So and that's gonna take time and effort and energy and focus, but like not making it be our number one focus. Mm-hmm. Or even probably, you know, if you're married, your number two focus. Like right. it should probably go it should go God spouse kids mm-hmm. and it's hard to do.
1: It's really hard. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah. So, but I found this article and I was thinking about this. It here's the source. It's from the Center of Faith and Culture. dot I I mean, I'm not saying that I wholeheartedly agree with everything that I'm going to read from it, but I think there are some really good things to think about. And I think it, some of it, I think, is probably true. So it lists. Um, it, it says here are the symptoms if you're a parent and you've made your kid an idol. Like this is like a list they came up with of like, you might be this, you might be doing that if this. So symptom one was you believe your child, your child can do no wrong. Like if you think your children can do no wrong, that might be a sign.
1: We see this as teachers a lot. And I'm not saying I'm not guilty of it also, but it's like a very common thing when you are talking to parents at school.
0: It's like, I mean, you don't want to say it, but like, it's a common thing among Christians too, though. Like,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm just, yeah. it's been made more aware to me because I work in a school. I think. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. I I agree. I get it. Cause I, yeah. as if you're, if you've taught, you're thinking right now, Oh yeah, I have,
1: you can, you know, the kid yeah, or right now. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, I've probably, I know I've been guilty of it too, though. Like mm-hmm. I think we're pretty grounded in that, but like, there are times when I'm like, "Oh, there's what do they do? Like my kids wouldn't do that." But
1: I sometimes think we're more more grounded in it because we work in a school. That's like, probably helps. I don't want to be the parent that thinks my kid is perfect. Yeah,
0: we see a lot of other kids that other people don't always like we we yeah. see more
1: kids mm-hmm. than yeah. yeah. But again, also not perfect in that. Like we are, there are times I'm sure. Yeah.
0: Here's symptom two. Uh, parents believe their children have the ultimate authority. In other words, like they're nev- they never say no. They're unable to say no to them.
1: This one's hard because I think this happens without realizing it. Yeah. Like I was reflecting on that and I feel like I'm saying no in the moment. For example, yesterday, um, our youngest, Leah, was, she's a challenging two-year-old right now. She's making
0: progress though.
1: She's getting better. But she's, especially me and her, we don't have a great relationship right now. <laughs> we're working on it. That is funny. But yesterday, she was throwing a fit about something. I don't even remember what it was. But Trent, you and the older two kids were outside. And I said, if you want to go outside, you have to stop whatever it was. Yeah. And she did not stop. And oh, I yeah. still took her outside. And as I, I was telling Trent the story. And I said... Why did I take her outside? I told her I wasn't going to take her, and I still did. So, like, even if you feel like you're saying no to something, sometimes without even realizing it, you're actually yeah saying yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. It is funny about, Le- about Leah, though, because <laughs> she will listen to me most of the time. Like, so I have to get stern, but, like, she will usually. But then Ruby, our middle one, when she was this age – I was she wasn't quite as challenging but for some reason that dynamic was opposite.
1: Yeah, I think that's why I'm struggling with it because yeah. when it was Ruby cuz she
0: struggled with me. She like, struggled with you she wouldn't and listen to I any.
1: was the one that she loved the yeah, most.
0: She she would yeah. And so I'm having a hard time with this. <laughs> but I like to give you a hard time. I yes, told you, you do. I told you the other day I told George the other day I came and I was like you know, my book is going to be published in the fall in parenting, so you should read it. You might and then I punch him in the face, but just kidding. <laughs> I know what you said though. You might learn a few things, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's a good one, though. So here's symptom three uh, parents believe their relationship to their children is supreme. So what this means is like their children take place above growing in their relationship with God. Um, I think we see this a lot, uh maybe not a lot, but it happens um I was just talking to a friend who they struggled because their kids didn't wanna like they didn't wanna be left at church, and then they struggled with that, and they just like
1: in like a kidman like a yeah, kid's room during yeah. church service, okay, yeah,
0: and so it just kind of led to not going for a while, and he was saying how he just he felt that in his own life and how it affected him. And, you know, I'm I'm not trying to, like, blame and, like, hey, because you're idolizing them. No, I'm just saying, but, like, that could be an example of that playing out some way, you know.
1: I think even small things I catch myself, like, if I know I need to sit down and read my Bible that day, but I'm like, well, I need to go do this and this and this and this for the kids first. Yeah. And it's just a small thing, but it's really not a small thing. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And, yeah, letting them interrupt
1: mm-hmm.
0: quiet time like right. I, I've struggled with that too because like they come up and ask when I am reading when I am in a rhythm of actually reading every day like and then I'm like oh yeah okay but like the other day Wade came and asked me and I was like I'm gonna finish reading the my Bible study I'm doing first buddy and then you can um, one thing I, I did that moment I thought was he didn't like participate but I was like I'll just throw it out to him I was like I read him a verse I was like what do you think about that do you want, do you want to talk about that he said no <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, "Hey, at least he knows." Like, I like I yeah. threw that out to him, and then he went on and shot hoops and, like, you know what I mean. But it's just morning; he was playing. I get it. But
1: sometimes I think, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but sometimes I think it's okay to just say to them, "Like, I'm having my quiet time reading my Bible." Like, I think that'd be an excellent thing to like say. It's. Like I, mom needs to spend time with yeah. God right now.
0: The problem in the summer is we have Leah who doesn't understand that. Right, and, will not and you stop. can't.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can't really. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can really do about it in that situation. No. But
0: that's why, like with her in that age, at the toddler stage, that she just doesn't grasp that, and you can't leave her alone. It's like you almost just have to make it a a commitment to do it in times where she's asleep. Or, right. Yeah. But as they get older, like mm-hmm. Wade and Ruby's age, for sure. Yeah. So symptom four is the last one from this article. It was that parents believe they must sacrifice everything for their child. So they will, you know, it's like all this time and energy and money to make their kids successful in some type of worldly pursuit, like sports or music or academics. And um, that's, I think, a hard one. And I don't like, like I said, I don't know if I wholeheartedly agree with everything because you want to set your kids up and give them the best chance. Um, But if you want to think about like, okay, is it, do you not give money to God because you're giving money to those things? Mm-hmm. I think then that could be, yeah. it could come into that, it could play into that a little bit. But yeah. But yeah, I just want to share that. I thought it was interesting and it might be some things to it think about. Um, it made me think about some things. I was like, oh man. Yeah. I think there are times when I, I put, I make them an idol. I mm-hmm. idolize them. I put them ahead of God. So, um, But I wanted to read, um, another verse it's Matthew 6:21 Matthew 6:21 for where and Jesus is teaching about money when he talks about this and he says, hey, I'm sure it's a popular one a lot of people have heard it but I mean it applies and he says for for where your treasure is there your heart will be also and obviously we want to treasure our kids and that's not wrong but if it becomes you know the treasure um, like you're number one Then it is wrong mm-hmm. uh, Yeah So you know And it's just the same The same fight That people have with money Like if you're treasuring That above everything It's wrong If I'm treasuring my kids Above God and you Then it's a problem
1: um, It's interesting We're talking about this though Just Because when you, I think of that verse I think most people When you talk about Putting something before God it's a, I think money is always the first thing that comes to people's minds, but kids don't ever come to my mind when we're talking no, <laughs> when, yeah. when you talk about idols. I'm like, it's never my kids. It can't, no, I can't possibly be my kids. It's, it's got to be money. It's money. Yeah. It's the Huskers. <laughs> That's real in Nebraska, uh, people. Hey, watch it. Go Hawks. Chill. This is a Christian <laughs> podcast. You we
0: know, oh, Hawkeyes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway... So, um, but how do we fix it? Like, because I think we can agree mm-hmm. that there's a time when that happens. So what do More we do? More often than
1: we think. Yeah,
0: what do we do? Um, there's this verse in Isaiah that I heard this week. It was Isaiah 33, 6, and it says, the fear of the Lord is my treasure. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting because I just looked at, like that other verse in Matthew came to me about where your treasure is so that your heart will be also. And this verse in Isaiah where he's talking about how the fear of the Lord is my treasure. Um, I thought, well, that's the answer, right? You have to mm-hmm. make that your what you value the most. What do you value the most? It's fearing God. It's growing mm-hmm. in my relationship with him. It's pursuing him. Um, Proverbs fourteen twenty six to 27 kind of goes along with this too. Um, says, he who fears the Lord has a secure fortress. And I like this next part because it mentions children in it. So he who fears the Lord has a secure fortress, and for his children it will be a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, turning a man from the snares of death. So, like it says, like, you know, it's funny, we're talking about idolizing kids, but if we, if the fear of the Lord is my treasure. And it, I love that that it said, like, doing that will create a fortress for my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought that was cool, how those connected and kind of, kind of stumbled across them. Um, yeah,
1: I think one of the best ways to point your kids to Jesus is to not put them first.
0: Yeah. Let them see.
1: It's just never a thought I've had before until this moment. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's like, it's
0: kind of even like what, you know, my dad said that we've mentioned that it's caught, not taught mm-hmm. always. Right. So I think that's going to be probably a common thing that gets said a lot as we do. episode. I think mm-hmm. it'll just, it comes back to that a lot. Right. Um, here's a another one that I put down uh this is psalm thirty seven three through four and it says and i this maybe doesn't apply. I just really like it and I was thinking about it the other day it's psalm thirty seven three and four Trust in the Lord and do good, dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart um I think sometimes we we think of kids like we put so much hope in them and what they're going to be and what they turn out to be and but again like there's one only one thing that will give me the desires of my heart and it's not my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Children are a great blessing and we should be joyous about them and we should, you know, be so thankful that we get to be around them, but there's one thing that will give me the desires of my heart um and that's pursuing God like I found a lot of meaning being a parent, because, uh, like you said, like, like we say, I think we're been called to do that because mm-hmm. we have kids. But it's not what is going to be my heart's desire, right? Um, but yeah, I thought that was a good one to mention. Then uh, the last one that I had was John fifteen verse eleven, and in this, this is when Jesus is teaching. It's the like the I am the vine and you are the branches, mm-hmm. right? And he's saying yep. how like you can't like if you're out if you're apart from me you can't grow fruit and at the kind of nearing the end of that teaching that he did he said this in verse 11 he says i have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete and it's just like right there if if i am pr- wholly pursuing being in, in christ like being attached to the vine right so i can produce this fruit that's where the joy is, and complete joy. He doesn't say, pursuing my kids. He doesn't say, um, giving every single thing I have for them to make that, you know, be careful saying that. Like, we, we, I want to sacrifice for my kids, but not to the point where I'm doing, putting them above God. Right. Right. But there's one place that where there's complete joy. It's as he says, we show your joy may be complete, and that's pursuing him and staying in him. I thought that was a good thing to kind of wind down mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So, yeah. So prioritizing kids too much. I think that's even just talking about it, it's not like it's going to go away. It's still going to be a challenge. It's going to be right. But I think focusing so is on it,
1: that, I think a daily, struggle for yeah, it's a daily, most yeah. parents, it's a daily including thing. ourselves. Yeah. Like you said,
0: because it's such a, it's a, it's a good bad, right? Like it doesn't it's if that makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's it's like I said earlier, it's not like I am out you know just blowing all my family's wealth on mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's not like it's no, it's a, it can be seen as a as a righteous wrong, mm-hmm. right? Um yeah.
1: It is a good thing to talk about though because I don't I don't think I ever thought that I was making my kids an idol mm-hmm. until you brought this up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: <laughs> so thanks for calling me out. Now I have to change things. That's what I'm here for. You can read my book. It's coming out. In, <laughs> oh, gosh. in the fall. Whatever.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and if you haven't checked out our website, we always mention that. Uh, I started doing a new thing. I put the scripture in the, in the uh, description. So if anyone wants to like just look at the scripture mentioned, I thought that'd be a good. Don't know why I haven't because I'm. A, I'm a rookie podcaster that's why I don't know what I'm doing
1: episode 10 though
0: is when things get real
1: you've done it yep
0: I think I did it <laughs> on the previous ones too. Okay, the previous two or something like that but but you can check that out and then again our website is www.so-calledparents.com you can find out a little bit more about how we came to start it and uh, yeah just kind of what our goal is so well thank you for listening and remember if you have kids in your life in some way or the other then we feel you've So, been so called to be a parent. Thanks.